Welcome to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. I'm Sarah Ray, writer and intuitive, bringing you weekly astrology forecasts, tarot card readings, and magical musings so you can easily integrate your own unique style of spirituality into your daily life. You can find the episode show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Enjoy the show. Hello, mystics. Thank you for tuning in to episode 24 of the Spiritually Inspired podcast. I'm Sarah Ray, and I am so glad that you're here again this week. It means a lot to me that you tune in every single week, whether you're on YouTube or if you're on your favorite podcast app. I am so grateful that you're here. On today's show, we're going to have a little bit of fun talking about five amazing crystals that are meant to attract abundance, prosperity, and wealth. If you are a crystal collector like me, you probably already have at least one of these crystals in your collection. And if you don't, I'm going to enable your habit today and encourage you to get at least one of these crystals. Coming up in this week's astrology forecast for August 15th through the 21st is a lot more relationship improving energy and reflecting on our soul's purpose, similar to the last couple weeks that we've been experiencing. Venus will move into Libra. The first quarter moon is in Scorpio. Mercury conjuncts Mars and the sun opposes retrograde Jupiter and Uranus begins its own retrograde, which will last until January. So let's go ahead and dive right into that. Weekly astrology for August 15th through the 21st, 2021. So another amazing astrological event to start this week off similar to last week. Venus will be moving into its one of its ruling signs, Libra, on August 15th. And all the work Venus has been guiding us to do over this past summer in our relationships is finally starting to pay off. So we're probably going to feel very blissful, very peaceful, and harmonious in our relationships to start off this week, especially when it comes to any rough patches we may have been moving through, any sort of heels we're trying to wound together any sort of wounds we're trying to heal together, <laughs> they're going to finally be buttoned up a little bit. It's going to be a lot less painful all of a sudden, and it's going to be more like blessings. And it's going to be a lot easier to see those rough patches as blessings when Venus moves into Leo or Libra, excuse me. They may even fade away and kind of disappear into the darkness completely since we've outgrown and moved on from them. All the type of energy that resonates with Venus is going to pour over us this week with it being in Libra. Love, abundance, passion, beauty, bliss, serenity, peace. Just embrace it. It's going to be really, really lovely. Take advantage of the extra boost in romance today either with your partner or with yourself. However that shows up for you, you can take yourself out on a date, you can take your partner out on a date, you can do whatever it is that makes you feel special, either in your relationship or in your relationship with yourself. Additionally, Venus rules over our finances and Libra is the sign of justice. So combined, this energy is helping you to accept your fair share of abundance from the universe. And if you want to learn more about manifesting abundance, see my aptly named book, Manifesting Abundance, available wherever eBooks are sold. I'm not gonna dive too deep into that right now because I literally wrote a whole book about it. So go check that out. So the first quarter moon in Scorpio is also this week. 
So the moon is growing larger and larger in the sky every single night. Because if you recall, last week we had our new moon in Leo on the same day as the Lionsgate portal opening. And that was very potent energy. And it may have been a bit overwhelming, but also really exciting at the same time. So now our intentions are likely manifesting really quickly. And if it doesn't seem that way right now from your advantage point, just know that it is happening behind the scenes. And that is very Scorpio of the universe to be working behind the scenes. This energy doesn't really like to explain itself very much. It just wants to kind of do its thing and be outstanding at it. And Scorpio is very outstanding at what it chooses to do. So when you combine this with the first quarter moon energy, that's all about having things coming to fruition, it might make us feel like we don't have the time or the desire to get other people up to speed with what we're doing because it kind of feels like we're on a roll. It's easier right now to strike while the iron is hot and answer questions later. But the, when the time comes to answer those questions and express our thought processes, be careful not to come off as too abrasive. Just remember that other people are inquiring because they want to be supportive. Scorpio really prefers to kind of stay in the shadows and remain mysterious and kind of be like, oh, well, it's my life and I don't really need to do anything with it, but with you, it's, it's mine and you just kind of have to deal with it. That's very Scorpio, so try not to go too far down that path. Scorpio tends to only let a select privileged few beyond their protective walls. Just be sure to actually let them in when the time comes, because they want to support you in whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. So Mercury will conjunct Mars this week as well on August 18th. Mercury is very talkative and Mars is very fierce, so just be very careful and watch your tongue today. It might be really easy to blurt out something that you might be thinking, but you probably shouldn't say whatever and saying whatever pops into your mind never works out for anybody. There's that old idiom that you still always say in college that drunk words are sober thoughts. That's kind of the energy of Mercury conjuncting Mars this week. So just try not to say immediately whatever pops into your head without going through a filtration process first. So this planetary alignment has the reputation of being very judgmental and bitter, but as always, there's always something good and something to be learned in every astrological movement of the planets, no matter how negative it might appear. And that's especially true with Mercury conjunct Mars. So whatever ideas we are currently lacking clarity and support on will be highlighted today so we can address those problems. We might be lacking support from our loved ones, hence our subconscious desire to kind of snap at them with our words, or we might be depriving our own ideas of our own support. Do we really believe in what it is that we're pursuing? Or do we have the desire and the belief enough in ourselves to actually start pursuing? So consider these questions, but also understand that being overly critical causes even more stress. This conjunction between Mercury and Mars wants to act really quickly and almost impulsively, so getting stuck will be really uncomfortable, but you do need to take the time to kind of sit with it and not be as impulsive with either your words or your actions. Allow your direct and rapid communication to manifest in your business settings this week rather than in your personal life. Everywhere else deserves a thorough think-through before you say or do anything at all. You have been warned. <laughs> So the sun will oppose retrograde Jupiter as well this week. Another opposition against retrograde Jupiter. We've had a few the last few weeks. There's just a lot of work that needs to be done in the areas of purpose, abundance, and joy, which is why Jupiter keeps coming up 
in our astrological readings. The sun represents our will to live and what keeps us going. Normally, this energy complements Jupiter really well, as Jupiter represents our hopes and dreams. And while in retrograde, Jupiter wants us to revisit our dreams and discern if we are shooting for what is actually in alignment with our purpose. On August 19th, the sun will oppose retrograde Jupiter, making this call to action even louder within us. Remember that oppositions tend to cause a little bit of a challenge. It can be difficulty. So this alignment is simply challenging what we choose to pursue as far as our hopes and dreams and how we present ourselves goes. So just take extra care to listen to others today. Be over, being overly confident is basically useless. And if we know everything there is to know and we think we don't need help, then what are we doing here? That's being that's being wasteful to our resources and the people that care about us that want to help. So take the time to listen. Be wary of unrealistically high expectations. And I know Jupiter might be making you feel optimistic, but the retrograde energy might overemphasize this trait. So just be very careful not to set the bar too high for yourself too quickly. Okay, and finally this week, Uranus is going retrograde. Uranus is the planet of awakening and intuition, and on August 19th, it will go retrograde in the sign of Taurus until January 18th. Normally, Uranus is very innovative and forward-thinking, but retrogrades are about revisiting and reconsidering and reconnecting. So we'll probably feel like we're lacking new insight and inspiration during the remainder of the year. Instead of bringing us brand new ideas like it normally does, Uranus and retrograde will probably be bringing us deeper revelations of what already exists. We're given the opportunity to explore what has already unfolded so far this year more deeply, rather than just piling on onto things that are already kind of haphazard. We're wanting to dive deeper into those and really flush everything out completely. There also might be a sudden change happening during this time, especially if you've been working with the universe to manifest something different than what you're already currently in. So be on the lookout for that. Whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, it might happen like a snap. If you don't see it coming just yet, revisit the reasons why you wanted to manifest that thing in the first place and really explore your why behind it. Make sure your motivations are correct. And I talk more about that in my Manifesting Abundance book mentioned before. Taurus in general has a really nice grounding energy. It's very patient but also stubborn. There might be this fear of change that stems from Taurus being inflexible and overly attached to materialistic views that are no longer really working, even though we know they need to change. We're just kind of reluctant to change with Taurus energy. But those changes are inevitable, especially during this particular retrograde. So big or small, the universe is presenting you with changing structures and challenging your beliefs. So... Taurus is very stubborn and doesn't want to change its beliefs. So kind of figure out a way to work all that energy together. Be very patient with yourself as always and recognize your stubbornness in the moment. If something is needing to change right now, and it's very obvious that it's going to change. Don't resist it. And if you catch yourself resisting it, ask yourself why you're so hesitant to make this change. Like, is it the fear of the unknown? Do you not want to better get better in any way? Do you not want the situation to improve? Explore those ideas a little bit before you dig your heels into the ground and say, no, I'm not changing. Because change is inevitable regardless, even without Uranus being in retrograde. Okay, so there was your weekly astrology for August 15th through the 21st, 2021. Five crystals for abundance and prosperity. 
Yay, I love crystals. I was very excited to do this episode today because I wanted to do something a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more fun. We've been having a lot of really deep discussions about the tarot recently, and while that's going to continue and the tarot series isn't going anywhere, I wanted to do something a little bit different and more simple this week. So let's start this off quick by answering the question, what is abundance and what is prosperity? In a spiritual sense, abundance and prosperity describe states of being where we are not lacking anything we desire or need ever. Abundance is when we are receiving the many blessings of the universe in its many forms. And it's not just cash. Abundance comes in all shapes and sizes. Prosperity is something every human deserves and can receive regardless of the situation. Now, if you want to know more about that particular aspect of it, how everyone can manifest abundance no matter where they are or who they are or what they're experiencing, check out my book, Manifesting Abundance, Transform Your Money Mindset with the Law of Attraction, available wherever eBooks are sold. Welcoming abundance into our lives happens when we raise our vibration to match that of abundance. As you probably know, crystals help us change our, our, our vibration and adopt fresh energies into our own auras. Crystals work because we keep them close to our bodies and a process called entrainment happens when our energy begins to mimic that of the crystal. So whatever the crystal represents or attracts, our energy literally changes to match that energy. And because of the law of attraction, liking a, like attracting like, we attract more of whatever that crystal is representing. Manifesting with the law of attraction is something everyone is always doing constantly, whether it's conscious or not, whether you believe it or not, you're always attracting something into your life. Whatever energy you are currently radiating is what's coming back to you. And even though this channel is called Spiritually Inspired, this is not necessarily a spiritual concept. It just is a law of the universe. It's how energy works. And any type of mindset work, any mindset coach in any realm, in any industry will back this fact up in some way, shape, or form. A lot of people have different ways of phrasing it, but your mindset really is what determines your quality of life and what you tend to notice more of. So if you're constantly saying, I only ever interact with rude people, guess what? You're only ever gonna interact with rude people because not only will you be consciously on the lookout for those sorts of things, but your energy is that of attracting rude people. That's just a simple example. I go more in depth into this concept in my book, so we're not going to talk about that right now. Deliberate manifesting is consciously shifting our energy and destroying old mindsets that no longer serve us. It is really easy to do if we believe it is easy, and crystals are tools we can use to help facilitate that change, either acting as reminders or actually helping us to change our energetic state. So any crystal that is yellow, green, or orange in color is excellent for manifesting abundance. Now I wanted to call out these five specific crystals as my favorite ones for attracting abundance because of the similar qualities that they all share. And they're all relatively easy to find. If you're a crystal collector, you probably already have at least one of these. And if not, they're really easy to get online. I'm gonna leave a link below to the Mythical Moon store, which is a great place to shop online for crystals if you don't have a new age store in your area. Also, the spiritual community places a lot of emphasis on these specific crystals for manifesting, which makes it more effective in manifesting abundance because collective knowledge and directed energy make a big difference. So first up, you might have guessed, is pyrite. Pyrite is known as fool's gold and it's probably the best crystal choice for manifesting abundance. It is number one on this list because 
It is the stone of prosperity and transformation. It naturally carries a very high vibration and it attracts plenty of wealth effortlessly. The higher the vibration of a crystal or a person, the more pleasant their experiences are and the happier they are overall. So when we talk about raising our vibrations, we're talking about changing our state of being so that we're more in alignment to where we want to be, which is happy, right? You want to be happy? You want to be prosperous? You want to be abundant? That we all do, right? That's ultimately why we're all here is to feel those things. Pyrite is a beautiful golden crystal. It kind of has a shimmery metallic gold look to it. It also looks like cubes occasionally. Um, my piece of pyrite has a bunch of really beautiful divots that makes it look really sparkly. Well, I guess it's one of my pieces, not the only piece of pyrite I have, obviously. I can't keep track of all the crystals that I have. <laughs> but pyrite does have a really amazing sparkly look to it, and I love it. And this golden crystal can help us overcome despair, anger, and other dark emotions that are weighing us down and getting in our way of raising our vibrations because these heavier energies are of a lower vibration. They're of a lower density and it makes it really hard to attract higher vibrational things when we're in a state of lower vibrational energy. Pyrite is also known to give boosts of self-confidence so that we feel like we can take the world by storm and that makes a huge difference in our ability to go out and achieve the wealth. It also is really good at getting rid of procrastination and it replaces that procrastination with a strong sense of ambition. We are much more willing to put ourselves out there and do the work we're meant to do when we have befriended pyrite, which will ultimately make us more successful. Pyrite gives us a little shove in the right direction and it guides us to our own wealth by bringing out the desire to work for it. Okay, another really common abundance crystal is citrine. Citrine is a fabulous crystal. Definitely top choice right after pyrite for manifesting abundance. I mentioned in my post about crystals for meditation that citrine has a wonderful radiant energy and this lighthearted vibration does rub off on us really easily and it cleanses our aura and it leaves us feeling really cheery. And with the same sort of idea that it gets rid of all this heavy energy so that we're much more likely to go out and do the work that needs to be done to claim our own abundance while the universe is working behind the scenes to send us that abundance. I like to keep a tiny piece, piece of citrine in my wallet in like that little zipper part where you keep the coins and it helps further instill my inner belief that I am always attracting abundance and the money in my wallet carries energy just as everything else. So when it is also absorbing that energy of citrine, it is continuously sending out more energy to the universe say, hey, we're abundant. Oh, hey, I'm claiming my abundance now. <laughs> Just like pyrite, citrine has a very nice high vibration. It fills us up with joy and gratitude. And these two things really do improve our ability to manifest things effectively. And it helps us envision our desires and gets to the root of what we actually want in life. Citrine is inherently prosperous and unlocks our creative potential. It facilitates the transformation of dreams into reality. And again, similar to pyrite, it boosts our confidence and enthusiasm for life, which helps us take action towards our goals, thus making us more successful and in turn more abundant. Now, when you go to a metaphysical store or you order online, you want to try, if you can, avoid heat-treated citrine. Genuine citrine is a little rare and expensive. It's essentially what the stage that 
happens after amethyst. So amethyst is dark and purple. And when it continues to grow in the ground, eventually it turns into citrine. So a lot of miners will dig up amethyst, treat it with heat and turn it into citrine artificially. There's really nothing wrong with heat treated citrine. I have several pieces and they're kind of this pretty golden honey color, but it's not quite the same energy as genuine citrine. So if it seems really cheap listed online and it's being marketed as citrine, know that it is probably heat treated because genuine citrine is going to be a little bit more expensive because it's coming out of the ground as citrine, not as amethyst. I hope that makes sense. Okay, next on our list is Aventrine. This is a really common crystal, really easy to get a hold of. This crystal really complements the energy of pyrite and citrine really nicely. They're a really nice grouping of crystals, especially if you are wanting to make a crystal grid for abundance. These three crystals are really good to incorporate in that design. It carries a nice positive and influential energy, which urges us to become thoughtful leaders with valuable opinions. And this helps us maintain optimism and enthusiasm, which will ultimately help us be more abundant because we won't ever stop or give up on what we love. So all Adventrine is really good for manifesting, but I've chosen specifically green Adventrine because green is obviously the color of American money. I guess American money is kind of more blue now, but green is essentially associated with dollar bills. And this is also the um, color of the heart chakra. And in order to really manifest abundance for yourself, your heart chakra needs to be in the right place. Aventrine in general, no matter its color, promotes overall personal growth, which is useful in manifesting prosperity. Often wanting to increase our wealth translates into growing as people in one way or another. If we keep doing the same thing we've always done, nothing will change. So when we grow and transform ourselves, our outside circumstances will change as well. And Aventrine is there to support us every step of the way. This is the stone of opportunity, and it opens our eyes to help us recognize that opportunity when it comes knocking, which is huge for manifesting abundance and welcoming and prosperity. That's half the battle, is recognizing when abundance is being laid down at your feet and you have to receive it in. Aventrine is also really good at pointing out alternative alternative possibilities for abundance, which is really important because the universe is never going to act as you think it should. God works in mysterious ways, as they say, so the universe is probably not going to present you your abundance in the way you're thinking. An Aventrine can help you keep your eyes peeled and on the lookout for those things. It's also very soothing and really good at relieving anxiety, especially if you experience a lot of anxiety around money. It's a really nice crystal to have around when you have to do things like pay bills or go to the bank or something like that, because it keeps you in a nice calm state. Because when your energy starts to kind of get all tense and you get worked up, it's going to be harder to send out positive, loving vibes towards money when you're stressed out about money. Okay, the next stone for manifesting abundance is sunstone. Uh, it's kind of this orangey, red and white, splotchy kind of stone. It's very beautiful. Also really affordable and very easy to get a hold of. And it's similar to citrine in the sense that sunstone is very happy and cheery. It's right there in the name. It radiates sunshine. Sunstone shows us just how magical and amazing life can really be. And when we believe that life is good, life gets better. The more abundant we feel inside, the easier it is to welcome abundance. And the more we love life, the more life will love us back. 
the more in tune and loving we can be with the universe, the more it can send us amazing things like abundance and prosperity and wealth and health and friends and love and all this amazing stuff. Sunstone brings light into all situations and all areas of life, and it promotes a nice sense of optimism and excitement, similar to pyrite. Sunstone also strengthens our intuition, and it brings forth wisdom from our higher selves. So this is excellent when you're mental chatter is kind of getting out of control. When you start thinking scarcity minded thoughts, you can take a piece of sunstone and kind of allow the subconscious mind, the universal language of the world to come through and say, no, your ego is just kind of running its mouth. And this is really how it is, not what your ego thinks it is. We are all here for a special purpose. And we decided this purpose before we were born into this world. And sunstone is here to remind us of that purpose. This is a very nurturing stone and it can help us out of muggy mindsets, as I kind of already mentioned. Abundance will never flow freely when we're stuck in a poor mental health state. So this is a really good stone to have if you're feeling feelings of depression or anxiety or just sort of gloomy. Sunstone will bring more light into your life, as the name implies. Because I already mentioned, when those low vibrational energies prevent us from feeling the high vibrational energies, and the high vibrational energies is what attracts abundance into our lives. Okay, and our last abundance crystal is Tiger's Eye, specifically Golden Tiger's Eye. This is a gem with infinite depth and beauty. Tiger's Eye really is a lively stone of success and empowerment. It brings out integrity and a nice fighting spirit. It encourages us to take action with confidence, helps us focus the mind so we can think more clearly and act more mindfully, especially when it comes to taking action towards our goals. Tiger's Eye releases blocked creativity and issues revolving around self-worth and self-criticism. So if we don't think we're worthy of prosperity or abundance, we're never going to receive it. So Tiger's Eye can help us work through those issues so we can finally receive the abundance we're entitled to. No matter what happened in the past, you are worthy of your abundance. No matter where you are currently in your life situation, you are worthy of abundance. Everyone is. It's something that is a basic human right, is always having your needs met. Remember, remember, abundance isn't just about cash money. Abundance is having all of your needs met consistently and continuously and never having to struggle or worry about where your basic needs are going to be met from more than just cash. That's really important to keep in mind when we talk about abundance and prosperity. So Tiger's Eye comes in a lot of lovely colors. I specifically really like red Tiger's Eye, but for manifesting abundance and going towards your goals and working on self-confidence, Golden Tiger's Eye is what you want to reach for. It's also the most well-known. This is also another crystal that's really easy to find and get a hold of, and you don't really have to worry about fakes or imposters or anything like that. You can easily find a nice large piece of tiger's eye without having to spend a lot of money. Another thing I want to remind you of as we wrap it up here is that you don't need crystals to attract abundance. Attracting abundance and living an abundant life is all about your mindset and your crystals are just tools to help facilitate that shift in energy in your mind. The law of attraction is always impacting us, whether or not we're doing that consciously. So that's why I often talk a lot about 
deliberate manifesting because you're doing it regardless. So you might as well do it with purpose. So these five crystals that I've mentioned in this episode work really well together. And if you were to throw a piece of clear quartz in there, all their energies will be amplified. If you want to know a little bit more about clear quartz, I have another podcast episode all about that, as well as a video and a blog post. And we're also going to talk more about golden tiger's eyes specifically in an upcoming podcast episode. So just stay tuned for that one. So I mentioned my book Manifesting Abundance a few times in this episode because it's such a huge topic. I can never cover it in a one episode of a podcast. But I also have another book called Crystal Healing Crash Course, which goes more in depth in how crystals work and how you can use them for your own spiritual practices, also available wherever ebooks are sold. And I just want to thank you in advance for considering checking out those books. They're only $2.99 and it's just a really great way to support my work and learn a little bit more about these spiritual topics for your own spiritual growth. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And if you did, you might also enjoy previous episodes, all of which are available on your favorite podcast app and YouTube. Find the show notes, copies of my books, free downloads, and lots more at spirituallyinspired.co. Namaste. Namaste.